Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. That's me, Ben. You know what I was just thinking? What were you just thinking? Is that so this is like there's this there are weird moments in our life where you and I will arrive at like the same situation over and over and like we will use the same phrases to check with each other that we are ready for something. Yeah. yeah like okay. it's often when we're about to film something and we're like just running through the checks. So like when we sit down for this one, one of us will inevitably ask the other one, are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> and no matter, no matter what it turns into the SpongeBob SquarePants theme song. Almost like without it fail cannot be avoided at all. And then the other one is whenever we're sitting down on the main set to do a Super Carlin Brothers video, like the person behind the camera's job is to make sure that both the recording button on the camera has been pressed and appropriately and that the light turns red and that the button on the audio recording from the microphone has been pressed appropriately and it turns red and there's batteries and everything's running appropriately and we'll always say um, like double reds. Yeah, like all reds. All reds and it always turns into the scene from... Uh, Ocean's Eleven, where Brad Pitt's character Rusty is like teaching like celebrities how to play poker. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, you're exactly right. And so it's like he's like the the celebrity has no idea what what his hand is. It's just all of his cards happen to be a shade of red. Right. So it's like yeah. Um, right. He thinks he's got a flush. He he doesn't understand what a flush is. Right. Because they, yeah. it has to be like all diamonds or all hearts, but not like <laughs> you don't want to raise. You want to fold. <laughs> <laughs> the other one we do though is the uh, is is just like rolling. Or what, what, what am I? Uh, rolling. Yeah. Yeah. It always reminds me of uh, Schitt's Creek, where they like uh, Eugene Levy's character is always like Roland. Right. Like, yeah, he's like, like the, the mayor, mayor of the, the mayor town. of town. Roland. Or there, there's yeah. alternatively the like they see me rolling. Yeah. Like the chameleon air. Yep. Yeah. Or, or or I will sometimes this. I don't think this is even from anything, but I'll just like you know be like you know, rolling on, rolling on one, rolling on two, but I always say like rolling, rolling, and then I'll rhyme it in my head with danger Dolan, which is just like a, I don't even know if he still makes videos, but it was a YouTube channel that just did like lists of things. It'd be like (laughs) top 10 biggest holes in the world. Welcome to danger Dolan. And it was like, and like, I just, it, the, the cadence just lines up so well with like rolling, rolling danger Dolan. Like it doesn't make sense. Doesn't apply at all. It wasn't even a thing from the video. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the hilarious thing about this is that like our, our like brotherhood relationship, I feel like at times can be defined by these exact kinds of moments because literally even the the like hey brother that we start every episode with comes from arrested development yes. where buster bluth like always addresses all of his his family members as like like hey brother like yes. or, well I, I just said it in the super yeah. carly mother's voice it's more like 
Well, I, hey, I brother. Yeah. Hey, brother. Yeah. <laughs> and so when we were uh, in in college and, you know, like would would hang out a lot, like on the weekends or we did chili night for a really long time and we'd watch the TV show Heroes. Oh, like great show. Mostly was, after. Yeah. For the first season. <laughs> yeah. For the first season. First season was great. Yeah. Um, one of those shows that uh, I think the writer strike hit season two, which was yes. that like a different writer strike, different writer strike from the yeah. past, from the past. Yep. Um, and then it was sort of like hard to like pick up the pieces from there or whatever. Um, but yeah, like, so the end result though was that you and I would be on the phone with each other quite a bit and, and we would watch the rest of the development and liked it. And so like every time you like would call one another, like we would answer the phone and just say like, Hey brother, you know, yes. it was, it was like, that was like, yeah, like bef- long before super Carlin brothers ever became a thing. That was something we just, that was like how we addressed each other. Yes, exactly. Um, and then even the sign off. See you in another life brother is from the show lost. lost yeah. yeah. Which it was like Desmond's catchphrase on the show yes which is always yeah. one of those like funny ones where it, like the the see you in the life brother like when we started saying it it was closer to when like lost had aired yeah. and seemed very obvious but like i almost wonder now if anybody's ever like gone back and watched the show lost and heard desmond say it and be like wait that's the thing from the, that's thing. the thing from the thing yes yeah 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 it is it is the thing from the thing mm-hmm. or, well we got the thing from that thing um we got the thing from that thing yeah we we, we borrowed it yeah. yeah yeah here it is and it's 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 I, stuck i know i know which is yep. kind of funny um the other one of course and this is this is less related but uh is the fact that we still refer to it as the towel section oh yes the towel you know, section you know it's like it has been actually like years and years and years since the uh origination point of this particular yeah like piece uh but basically you made the video 42 uses for a towel off of hitchhiker's uh, guide for the galaxy yep exactly where yes the towel is the most useful thing in the universe and 42 is the answer to everything (laughs) yes exactly uh but so if if you're looking at us in the screen in the comment section down below the towel section or the comment section exists like uh, at like our waistline where which you can't otherwise see so right you can just imagine that we're recording that, everything all the time in towel right that's where you would wear a towel yes. so it's the towel section the towel section yes and to the yeah and, and now because we had so few viewers at the point like at the time when we started doing it everyone thought it was funny because it was the same 300 people watching every day and they were all in on the joke and then yeah the the numbers on the channel just exploded and towel section suddenly didn't mean anything to anyone because the content that it came from was not what the channel was about anymore and i know it's just sort of one of those things that evolves over time even this pop pop well this is I, honestly we were just saying this on the show but it turns out there is a character on community whose like catchphrase was like pop pop okay so yeah yes. that, that's a big one to clarify because yes. that is not a reference and right. i have i have watched community <laughs> since the creation of the pop and the physical sign that sits behind us that says the those adjoining words yes that one that one despite the fact that i do enjoy the show community is in no way shape or form a reference it just is a a coincidence yes just happens to be a thing (laughs) yes it does indeed so anyway so that's that's our i don't don't know how we really got into this but if you if you wanted to know what it's like to be a fly on the wall we basically say the same things to each other every single day it's just weird because it's like i would have no reason to think about danger dolan at all on a weekly basis right but it's like for some reason it's like because it because it rhymes with a thing i say every week that it it continues to be in my brain right right yeah it it keeps being like floated back to the surface in a way that is otherwise it should have just like faded into she was like oh yeah 
that should just be gone. Yeah, where, wherever it, Bing Bong is. Exactly, exactly. Wherever Bing Bong is, that's probably where that's probably where Danger Dolan would have been. But now he's part of my routine camera check. There you go. <laughs> Whoever you, you go. are. Yes. Yeah, but but shout out. Yeah. Um. So other thing that I think was kind of funny was uh we we do this podcast where like we've talked a lot in the past how it's like our one hour to like really sit down like we don't have our phones on it's just like a very dedicated time to have the discussion back and forth with one another about just like whatever's going on yeah um but what i thought was funny just this past weekend was that we went on a uh ski weekend trip with our younger brother tyler we did um and he was driving in he's on the other side of the state from us and so he was driving in separate but you and i drove up together and so like we're in the car together you know for like an hour and 45 minutes on our way from from where we live to the mountains and everything yeah and i was like whoa this is gonna be weird like, <laughs> we're gonna it's like what does the conversation like look like when we're when we're just like okay we're about to have the same length of conversation yep approximately mm-hmm. um however now we're now we're just in the car yeah now we're just in the car yeah we're, yeah we're just gonna have to find things to talk about without worrying about whether or not it's possibly entertaining to other people listening <laughs> yeah so what what is the end result um so you know i know i think we were like pulling out of uh like our our like downtown parking lot area and as we were doing so i like i feel like that thought flitted through my brain a little bit it was like should we have brought the should we brought the microphones <laughs> to, to, just in case <laughs> we're just recording on the drive carlin brothers on their popcorn on the road popcorn on the road yeah yeah, yeah that would be so much fun so if we ever have our our like our like road or not a road our tour you know yeah. like like our our multi-state national right you know tour whatever Welcome to the popcorn culture tour the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound that great the word culture yeah like, <laughs> popcorn and the other words it's cult culture cult tour the popcorn culture <laughs> that's not good either yeah popcorn culture tour yeah, that is, it sounds like it, it sounds like you it's if you just say popcorn culture tour it sounds like you missed one yeah yeah, yeah. but it's There's like it's, it's too bad because the wordplay feels like it's like it feels like it's right there i know you know like it should be doable i know right um, we'll go we'll we'll find it we'll find it we'll it, find it, it, it must be there somewhere mm-hmm. um but anyway yeah so if we ever if we ever do that tour we're just out on the road we'll we'll, we'll have our yeah we'll just do a recording from the road just recording <laughs> from the road it's like it's like the uh, like a podcast that's outside it's just it's yeah. a it's a Pop- it's a podcast and it's and it's outside there we are that's that's the whole premise yep um so anyway we, we did go on a ski weekend though which was yes, our return did. to the mountain after two years mm-hmm. away and the, uh, one of the things that i thought to be kind of interesting about it is there's the the classic phrase like it's like riding a bike you know yeah. and it's kind of one of those where uh i assume what that means is that like you never fr- i mean this is the obvious interpretation you just never forget like once you know how to ride a bike you just always have it yeah you know so you can always you can always pick it right back up um but like I, w- what does baffle me a little bit was like going up there you know i'm like man it's been a while like we're also getting older the idea of like falling seems like a lot worse than it used to yeah. like you know it's like our, i i think for uh a while like in my like like early to mid 20s especially like when we were skiing a lot like yeah. you know season passes and stuff like that i was like i still i think i'm at an age like i'm probably not going to be like really really good but i was like i still think i could go enough to get quite good mm-hmm. um and i and i feel like maybe there's a piece of me that's like uh, maybe at this point in time my goal is to just maintain the level of good i already am right just in perpetuity <laughs> and for always right um but as you know, as you're going up there and you're like, I mean, it's been two years. And the last time we went, you know, we went for like 
1.25 days you know we didn't have yeah. like a ton of reps or anything like that and then before that it had been like two years since we went or whatever um so it's it's like what is this going to be like? Do we still have it? You know, right. every time. And then you get out there and, you know, you're, you're strapping your boots in and you're staring down the mountain. And I'm, and I'm like not intimidated by the space around me, but I'm like, it occurs to me I could stand up from, from strapping my board onto my legs and just promptly fall right over. Right. Which is pretty much the experience of every single person who ever straps into a snowboard for the first time. Yeah. You know, it's like you stand up, you realize it's a little slippery and there's no way to move your feet. And it's like, wow, that's an incredibly jarring experience. It's right. Because like, when you're normally slipping, the idea is to like move your foot in the direction to support yourself. Right. And when you're on a snowboard, you're just stuck. No, you can't. No, <laughs> you just got to fall. That's like a, it's like a piece of like your, your mental programming that you just have to like like put into a bag and then smash with a hammer a bunch of times mm-hmm. and just be like let go of that forever stop it yeah stop it which yeah. makes me very susceptible to falling over now so yeah. you know it's because i forgot to right to, hey, hey. now if you're leading the wrong way you're just like don't worry i'll catch it on the board wait <laughs> no now i'm down okay like so I'm, I'm i'm prone to uh spontaneous falling overs so. well you know, um, right. that is a, i think your daughter's favorite game to play with me is just like come over and like like just like from a standing position, just like fall on her butt and be like, I fell over. I, I, I fell, fell over. I fell down. Yeah. I fell down. Yeah, I know. She, yeah, she, and I don't know really where it came from or why she started doing this particular activity, but like, if you can imagine uh, like jumping on a trampoline and like jumping real high up in the air and doing like a butt bomb, so to speak. Yeah. You know, it's like she's doing that onto hardwood floors. Right. Yeah. You know, and you're just like every time she does it, I feel like my teeth get like a mechanical feeling. Yeah. And I feel like my spine curls a little bit. You know, it's yeah, just like, like it's like it's like brute force impact landing on your like flat butt. Right. With all that force just radiating through your skull. Right. You know, that's that is how I that's how I that's how I feel every time I watch it she seems to be fine yeah she's totally fine. Ut- utterly unfazed if unfazed. not maybe like pretty stoked about it yeah i know um, she's like that was the funniest thing that's ever happened let me do it again let me do it again i'm gonna stand right back up and keep right. going i i fear oh, for the day where she where the the line has been met where it will have become painful or like if she's out of diapers and mm-hmm. has like a considerably less padding <clears throat> yeah you know between herself and and the ground and she's like "Ooh, that wasn't fun right ouch um, yeah um but how did you feel getting out to the mountain the, the return i mean i felt really good I, i've always like i always love skiing and like it's as soon as there's always this moment where like the the first time i've clipped in after like a year it's always just like like we're back and it's just like yes i love being here i love being on the skis it i feel like it normally just all sort of comes back right away it I was, does yeah, yeah i was i was a little worried because um, this seems like it always happens too, but like in the week leading up, I went to, uh, I had, I had a new workout routine. Like we were, we we're going to be skiing on Saturday and I had a new, a new leg routine for Wednesday and boy, did it just tear me a new one. I mean, <laughs> yes. it was hard and I was walking around all day, Thursday and Friday, just like, Oh my gosh, my legs hurt so bad. This is going to be the worst because like the number one thing about skiing is that like, I mean, you, you're like in like a, like a, like a wall sit without the wall. You're just going down the mountain the yes. whole time. Yeah. And so I was like, man, I am going to be burning alive at the bottom of the slopes. And like, there were certainly times where I would get to the bottom and I would stand up and I could finally like unflex my legs and I would be like, I'm on fire. This is like, 
it is like, like I bet if you like, touched me, it would be like a hundred degrees. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know? So when you say I'm on fire, you're not thinking like, wow, now that was a heck of oh, a yeah, run. No. Like I am I mean, on fire. I mean, like my legs are like I could tell they are physically warm, like yes. with the effort of um, going down the mountain, which is not new to you know like my present age or something. You know, we would that would be how I would feel when you know we go in your twenties and we'd go down cup run at snowshoe and I'd, by the end of the slope I'd just be like I'm not going to be able to stand and then you get to the top of the ski lift and you're like I'm fine everything's great I'm fully recovered and then you get two minutes down the slope and you're like I can't move yes it hurts it does but you just need like a little you just need to, you need to get your mountain legs you know you gotta get your mountain uh, legs. so it really wasn't a big deal at all and I, I it does always surprise me I'm like it just comes right back it's just like bam and you're right it's like I don't think I'm at a point where I'm like yeah I'm, I'm really trying to improve my form and get better at skiing it's like I'm pretty much as good as I think I'm ever going to be lest we for some reason end up moving to like Colorado and I find myself in a situation where I'm skiing multiple times a week for months on end. Yes. Yeah. Just for, you know, for pleasure. Right. And uh, but it's like one of those where we go so infrequently where I feel like if I took lessons, I bet I could get better. Oh, true. Yeah. Like with some coaching. Yeah. Yeah. Like it it occurs to me. Certainly there is tons of room for improvement, um, but we're up there so infrequently and it's like, do I want to spend half a day doing this or just sort of like it's not like I'm not having fun in the meantime. Right, right, right. You know? Yeah. Well, I think the thing that's funny for me is like I'll, I'll oftentimes get up and I'll, I'll like I'll realize right away. It's like, oh, OK, like you you are actually still comfortable. Like all of this is still in your your mental programming. Like, you know, you have all the rules, all the all yeah. the patterns and everything. Like It's all still there. Um, and then I'll, I'll have this like wave as I'm like going through and I'll like, you know, be like making like little cuts and stuff as like we're getting down to the bottom of the like the first like usually like a bunny slope that gets you to the, the lift that can then take you to the slopes you actually want to ride or whatever and like i'll have this like little like wave of imposter syndrome where i'm like well you're cutting way too hard right now it's like let's be real ben you haven't been on this thing in two years like Mm -hmm. you don't have any business cutting like the way you're cutting it's like but i'm also doing it and everything is fine and i don't feel even remotely uncomfortable and it's like it's not imposter syndrome it's just like or maybe it is imposter syndrome but it's like if there's skill underneath the fear that there isn't you can do it you can do hard things right exactly like this thing um so yeah that was cool that was fun yeah skiing was really fun it was like um somewhat uh not great conditions i would say like we were going up there and you know when we booked the trip it was like we are in the smack dab middle of february it's good like i've lived in virginia my whole life and this is gonna be this is this is cold time right like it's gonna be freezing and it was like no it's like 60 degrees and raining which is not tremendous skiing weather in case you're wondering yeah not the best yeah it creates sort of like a like a mashed potato-y type of snow that you're skiing in which is just so thick it is very thick it's Suddenly, like you'll go to turn and it's like your skis will like just caught a caught a scoop of taters in them and you're like oh hold on let me pull that through here then then you're fine um so we were semi-limited it had also i guess because it had just sort of been warmer like there weren't as many slopes open so we were at um winter green and there were uh, maybe like one or two slopes we were sort of relegated to for the weekend but <laughs> as were it felt like most, most of the people. other skiers yeah. on the mountain yeah so this is this is like one of those things uh i was kind of describing it to the office this morning but like um i think normally you're able to uh like build yourself up to like you know if you can go down the black diamonds you have like company around you that is like also capable of going down the black diamonds right, yeah um and the end result is a far more like 
like you're in a more challenging environment, but the other people around you are also much more predictable. Right. Like they, um, like if you're if you're going down, then you typically like know what you're doing on skis and, you know, like mountain etiquette and stuff and you're not out of control and, for the and, most part. And for the most part, there's usually not like a ski school of like 14 children all, right, all yeah. like, you know, simultaneously snaking their way down the mountain. In yeah. Giant sweeping turns. Yeah. As it were, like the one, the one um, like black we had access to was uh, fairly patchy at spots. And there were like to the point where like there were certain spots where I was like, yeah, everyone's going to have to bottleneck through this like four, like six foot passage. Yes. Right here. Uh, and then it'll open up a little bit more, but you're going to want to dodge that section. And this is kind of covered in ice. So it was like, it was like you could go do it and you could have fun doing it, but it wasn't like, um, you know, you could, you couldn't just ride that particular slope the way you would typically, um, uh, the way you wanted to, you were sort of forced into certain sections. Yes. Um, and stuff. Yes. So that was, that was all right. And then in the meantime, we were just on a, a nice, good long blue where you could pick up some speed and you could have some fun and go back and forth and, you know, cut and turn and all that. But sure enough, there were, that's also where like the ski schools were. And yes, the, yeah. you know, sometimes you get to the bottom and it's like, there's a pretty long little slow zone there. And there's people of varying scale. And some people are just, they, you know, they're, they're just out of control. And, you know, it's not their fault. They cut you off. They're just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just, you know, trying to not fall. And, right, 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 right. Yeah. 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 But so, so, but ultimately really fun. Uh, loved being back on the skis. That was, that was a blast. It was a lot of fun. It definitely, it kind of, I feel like it almost like brought the the like itch back to me a little bit but then mm-hmm. the other big thing for me was that i i feel like i i woke up this weekend and i was like man i got to have so much fun this weekend that i'm like it i it was it was such a like odd kind of realization to like have dawn on you yeah but it was like you know what i could totally do a bunch of stuff like like extra stuff today because I got to have so much fun over the weekend. And because I had all of that much fun now, I don't like, I don't mind doing some of these other tasks that I'm like less interested in doing. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can be more proactive on these fronts. I can, I can go ahead and knock out some of those tasks that I've been, that I've been putting off. And I was like, wait a second, should I be doing more things that are more fun, more often? <laughs> like, <laughs> is this, yeah, is this probably. A, yeah, I think like it's the hardest thing for me to do in everyday life is prioritizing like, like enjoyment, right? Um, which sounds kind of depressing and and sad and like, but like you know, it becomes so a part of like your everyday, uh, like sort of mental routine, mental routine, like where you're going to be, when you're going to be there, who you're going to be with. Like, you know, you're, you're kind of like slating out your expectations, but I think a lot of that can oftentimes then mean that like you're not carving time for just pure recreational fun and enjoyment. Right. Um, so I, I found it to be quite the revitalizing <coughs> weekend. Well, that's fantastic. Glad yeah. to hear that. Yeah. It sounds like maybe you need to schedule in some more fun into your life in I, general. Dude, why is it like, like, do, do you struggle to know what you think will be fun? I don't think so. No, no, not like, really. So, Cause I, this is, this is like, I think I fear boredom most often just because I'm like, Oh boy, I don't know what I want to do. Like, I remember as a kid, I used to like go in and like mom would be like, you know, doing something, you know, like in the kitchen or, or 
like tinkering with something or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, mom, I'm bored. Uh-huh. And she'd be like, well, you could go for a walk. I'm like, I don't want to go for a walk. She's like, well, you could go play on the swing set. I'm like, I don't want to go play on the swing set. You right. know, like it was like any idea she could think of was always like not the thing right. that like I wanted to do. And I oftentimes think that this is like what happens at like two o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. It's like, what am I doing myself? I know. I think sometimes I'll get to the point like what make what can be difficult for me is that sometimes I got like in my regular just like um, living life. I'll be you know, I'll go, you know, uh, break down a box that came in the mail and I go like throw it in the garage and I'll like notice like there's a big old pile of cardboard out here or something. I'm going to have to go to those dumpster holes dumpster holes at some point and you know, but but it's like in the moment I'm like I know this is a thing I need to do eventually. It's clearly right now is not the moment, but it, it does need to be done at some point, but then like roll around. Yeah, like yeah, two o'clock on Sunday. It's sort of like, all right, I have I've got some free time. The kids are like down for naps or quiet time and Beth is just chilling on the couch and I have nothing to do and it's like it's like like part of me is like so bad. Like I just want to go like sit down and like play some video games or you know, just just whatever. Yeah, you know, but yeah. then I'm also like but but now you all this you keep putting off this task of like breaking down the cardboard and now that you got some free time now would probably be a good time to do that because yes. like for some reason there's like certain chores that it's like it doesn't seem like well even because like even it's not like I'm not doing other chores you know it's like the trash fills up it's like yeah I gotta go take the trash out it's like no one would be like well now's not really a good time to do that because we're in the middle of other things right you know but it's yes. like for some reason this kind of task is like a it's not like a sorry I can't help right now I'm, I'm doing this which has to be done I'm breaking down the cardboard so, and it just sort of gets like this like it's like an extracurricular chore or something it's like it's not a chore that has to be done at any point it just eventually you should do it right right yeah, yeah. otherwise yeah, for, the, for convenience sake otherwise the garage would just slowly become like a giant pile of cardboard exactly exactly yeah. and I don't know I don't know what the line is between like the like extracurricular chore versus like no you need to do it right now <laughs> kind well, of chore yeah so this this is probably like the pockets of time that I oftentimes find myself in where like I think I am at my best when like the scheduled free time is such that it completely removes me away from any additional tasks that need to be done yeah like like I think for I, I think probably part of the problem for me is that this in some way means that like my home is not necessarily the best environment for me to have fun inside of right because almost always it'll be like like let's say there's even like a one hour swath of time it's like okay i got like a hole here yeah like, Addie's down for a nap Allie is doing something important to her you know it's like okay i have an hour i could do something fun but before i have fun i should probably pick up like the entire living room wipe down the countertops and take out the trash right and it's like because you know, otherwise like what you know i might i might come back i might come back and Alice would be like, well, geez, did you have fun out there doing that? Because it's a disaster in here. Yeah, precisely. Right. It's like, it's like I, gotta, I, gotta, <clears throat> I gotta be like one step ahead of, of that potential outcome. Right. But then <laughs> but then there's like sort of this other thing that can happen where um, like I think like uh, I don't know, like whenever I've made like automotive upgrades or something like that, it's like my vehicle, which I don't do that many of, but mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like one of those things where sometimes you'll add like one shiny new part and then all of a sudden you're like, huh, now that I added the shiny new part, all the old parts look kind of old, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and then you're sort of like, I should probably like fix those too. Right. Right. But the same is also true for cleaning where it's like, okay, so I, I cleaned, you know, the living room, dining room, kitchen area, which in my house is all sort of like 
connected. There's, right. there's not like a lot of, you know, so it's like they all sort of like are treated as like one big open space area. and area. Yeah. Um, but then like on the peripherals of those, I've got like a, like a downstairs bathroom and like my laundry room slash pantry area. Um, and or like the stairs themselves because yeah. the stairs i don't know if this happens in your house but they end up being like a landing zone for like oh yeah for the past three days we took our shoes off and then we like put them on the stairs and then we wore other shoes and then those shoes also needed to be put on the stairs and so now there's like jackets and shoes and other miscellaneous items from addy's bedroom that have been like taken downstairs that are now here you right know, they, they, yeah it's becoming a pile we have a shoe basket so uh, oh there you go uh, yeah. that's that's smart yeah um but yeah so like a lot of times what will happen and be like, you know, you go and clean the living room and you're like, but I can see the dining room. The dining room is still kind of a mess. So I'll clean that. And then you clean the dining room and you're like, ah, oh, but then the kitchen, you know, there's like still stuff on the counter. It's like, I'll clean those. And then you're sort of like, ah, oh, man, well, while I'm over here, may as well like tidy up the laundry room, you know? And they're like, and so it just goes from like one thing to the other. It's like once yeah. one space is clean, the nearby adjoining space being dirty, it's like, well, now that's unacceptable. Yeah. It was, it was fine before when the other space was also dirty mm-hmm. because they sort of matched. Right. Yeah. They, you know, they were like, they were, they were both equally filthy. Right. But I can't like leave like a pile of filth when I just cleaned everything else over, you know, right over like, here. Come on. I was like, I was in the zone. Why didn't I just finish the zone? Right. Maybe, maybe this will like lead, you know, how like open concept houses have been like a thing for such a long period of time. Yeah. The, the genuine curiosity <laughs> in my mind is whether or not like walls are going to like return as like extremely in. Right. It's like, there is nothing better than division of spaces. It's like, you don't need your living room, dining room slash kitchen to all be like one big co like, you know, like whatever. It's like, yeah, that's not good for anybody right. wall how that distracting stuff yeah. is it when you're making dinner that the kids are in the basically the same room exactly yeah right. it's like it's a, put a wall between you wall. you what you want is like you need you need a separation of space you need boundaries in your house you right, know yeah right, right, i yeah. can totally see this coming back and people are like they'll walk in and be like open concept Ugh. Uh, so first yeah, of all well, put up a wall here what, what is this like the mid 20 teens like i know man mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah but there's gonna be shiplap and then and there it is there's yeah, the shiplap ship mm-hmm. okay yeah what knew is, it was and, like, and you're looking at the floors and it's just like everyone was so determined to walk around in these like hardwood floors like put a carpet down you know? <laughs> <laughs> man that hurts I, that hurts to think about I, i'm a big fan of hardwood floors myself you but. know what i am a fan of hardwood floors in certain rooms of no, the house i'm fairly yeah. certain yeah yeah, that we've we've discussed and I possibly disagree yeah. uh, on this because you you like a carpeted bedroom. Yes. Yeah. It's like because then you it's soft and you're <laughs> barefoot in there all the time. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, it's true. They just also feels like an accumulation space for filth. I, but I don't know. I have a carpeted bedroom and it just that's just <laughs> not true. You know, it, it, it's an accumulation that filth I'm going to call culch. It's a a throwback to earlier. That's that's where the culture comes in. That's like the, the stuff that lives in your carpet. Culture. No, I enjoy carpet the carpeted. Mulch. I I enjoy carpeted bedrooms. I think bedrooms should be carpeted. Wow. Yeah. You heard it here first. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Now, this is the interesting thing is that what my wife wants to do or has brought up before is that on top of the carpet, but under the bed should also be a rug. Oh, right. I see. Like this like helps like tie the room together and which like I don't even like like I don't have a problem with from like a decorator standpoint. I have a problem with the very idea that I'm going to like get out of bed and have to experience the um like the the shift in like step on the edge of the rug. The drop off. The drop off. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want to have to experience the drop off like zone because it, one it feels like absolute 
ankle roll zone. Oh and yes, yeah. Two like that. Oh, that space between the bed and the wall being all like so open. Like right now, it's nice flat. Everything is open about it, and it's like this is going to be a line right down the middle of that space. How thick do you think carpets are that you're going to be rolling your ankle? The rugs, Ben. Uh, the, the, the the rug. Rugs. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean, it's, yeah. there's a variation. There's a variation just, in yeah. foot. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to even have to feel that under my bare foot that there's a level drop off. I got you. It's like you. it's so unappealing to me. <laughs> Like, I don't like it at all. <laughs> this is hilarious. But I also, I think that I uh, am, I, d- I don't, I don't think I have very many like um, feelings about th- like my, my direct interaction with the floor. Uh, I don't think that it ever really is something that I, I contemplate. That's because you have hardwood floors. <laughs> Which is the superior floor. Therefore, no. you never have to worry about it. No, because you're just so used to it being terrible. <laughs> underfoot you don't know that there could be better you haven't experienced the truth there you go all right well i'll just leave it that way then. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah do it yeah your bedroom sounds amazing <laughs> cult free environment cult free sounds like free of everything except a bed yeah from yeah. what i've heard you say no it is that's the other problem too so because alice also likes a uh a, like an area rug to go underneath the bed mm-hmm. um and it's like one of those <clears throat> things where the the big 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 problem is the sheer size of the bed there is no way to physically physically like you know in in like our downstairs for example if we wanted to put a rug under a dining room table where there is one like you can physically pick up the dining room table carry it into a different room so that you can like move and reposition the rug and like every which way that you would like to but like in order to put a rug underneath our bed yeah you would have to like disassemble the bed yeah move the mattress like which is so heavy and dense and awkward and large you'd have to like slide it into like the upstairs hallway yes so that you have the ability to like put anything under this is also it. part of my like resistance to the rug is that like part of me is like you know what it might be worth maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm wrong maybe it won't be such like a such a tripping hazard yeah um and but like and it's like i'd be willing to try it but even the act of trying it will require so much effort to yeah like i feel like i would need like a team of people there to like lift the bed so we could like roll it roll the rug under real quick and then you know, like have it set up. And it's like, what if we go to all that effort and then I'm right about the rug and I hate it. Oh. <laughs> then I have to redo it in reverse. Redo the whole, bring, bring the, the team back. In reverse. Bring them back, man. Yeah. You almost, need, uh. you almost need like a, like a, um, like a pulley system that can like physically lift the whole bed all at once, like off of the ground so that you can then like interact in the space underneath. Yeah. Which would like open up so much room for, you know, yeah. Like a, like a pickup game of basketball or something, you know, mm-hmm. lots of, lots of space all of a sudden. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Or we can go straight Murphy bed. Yeah. You know, and just like, just build it right into the wall so you could just like sling that thing down as, as needed Boom. on command on bed. command bed you're yeah. right how much room would i have in my room if i just had a murphy bed <laughs> that'd Man. be amazing i don't know what life would be like in a permanent murphy bed situation where yeah. i would like wake up every morning make my bed and then like close it into the wall oh man it's probably i feel like it's mostly like city living kind it of does, situations yes yes yeah what is murphy bed like i'd be curious or yeah like a <clears throat> murphy bed life like i'd be curious if anybody listening right now I was like, I do a Murphy bed every day. It's well, cause the best. Like, cause like every, normally it's like the reason you have a Murphy bed is like as a space saving thing. Yes, of course. Right. Yeah, but it's like, yeah. this is one of those things where it's like, well, people normally do it for saving space. So like, if you don't need to save the space, why would you do it? But it's like, like, you know, in, in regular homes, it's not part of it. You just have a freestanding bed. Right. It's like, is there, is there not some like logic to like, well, but what if you could have 
Like, what if you don't, even though you don't need to save space, it doesn't mean you couldn't save that space. Right. Right. right like, yeah. couldn't, couldn't, don't you still stand to benefit from the extra space of your bed being hidden during the day? Yeah. Or something like, I don't know that I would. I don't know, like, what I would set up in the middle of my bedroom if my bed just folded into the wall, but, or if it would just feel more open or something. Well, uh, you know, the biggest thing to me is that like when we had not even really when we had Addie, but like then shortly after, like when we eventually needed to like put baby gates because she was crawling like to to like close off like the um, like the stairs and everything uh, is that underneath our bed is like the zone where all dog hair goes to live. Mm -hmm. So like we have Indy and Chewy in the house and they both shed a lot. And so it's like one of these things where like forever my least favorite part because our bedroom is so small that like all underneath our bed is like built in like we bought a bed that specifically has like built in under bed storage yeah which is like my closet yeah <laughs> effectively so uh there's all these like really big drawers which also means you don't have regular access underneath the bed that means that like once every like i don't know two three months you go through and you pull each of these giant drawers out to discover just like a t- truly horrifying sight man like more cults than you ever wanted to see more cults. yeah and so in a perfect world i would love a scenario where i was able to just like again you know have my bed go completely away so i could just regularly clean this particular space and i used to think that it was because the dogs had the ability to come upstairs and you know uh subsequently like sleep on the bed during the day while we were at work or whatever Mm -hmm. you know they were like leaving dog hair but now they're not even allowed upstairs at all and it all it's still all up there man i don't know where this is even coming from is it just trudging all around us dander floats to the top apparently dander lands on top yeah there you go that's like the 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 parody of ballad of songbirds (laughs) yeah snakes snow lands on top yeah Yeah. i like it i like it obviously not no not so much anyway that's probably enough dust conversation for one day you think think we properly covered it i think we have probably yeah just like dust yeah (laughs) properly covered yeah (laughs) transition transition Popcorn Culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like, even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when I was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting you know to me it was just like a rare charizard is a rare charizard like it doesn't doesn't matter it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded it can add huge value and then not only that but once they're graded they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab and that's where arena club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack but it's for a pre-graded card now i know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see but you can also request them to be sent to you at any time so they have got a ton of pre-graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do but whether you're buying selling trading 
or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out. And right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile. And it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. Okay, Ben. So back at ski we- back ski weekend. Oh, we're back. Yeah, yeah okay, we're yeah, back. Sure. Yeah, yeah, we sort of veered away there to talk about the the downfall of rugs. Yeah. Um, but I, what I found hilarious about this weekend was the like stark and hilarious contrast in the amount of stuff that was required for just you, me, and Tyler. It was. <laughs> like, extremely funny i mean yes like it could not have been more like well definitely a bunch of dudes playing this Uh, but uh, like in a way that i would say has like not been true about the way that i would go about coordinating trips under any circumstances for the entirety of like trips that i have ever planned yeah ever yeah but like this is like one of those situations where we are going we're leaving work like after work on Friday yeah. to drive up and basically get, you know, like kind of evening hours arrival where we will then be effectively outside of the home skiing all day Saturday to then wake up Sunday, grab some breakfast and drive back home. So like it's not a highly like elaborate set of of things that need solving, especially because you're otherwise at a resort that has restaurants and food. Right. Um, but like typically when I would go on trips, I would go through and like, you know, get all the necessary groceries to like stock a fridge and have all these like fun vacation only kinds of like specialty right. occasion snacks and yeah, like whatever. And this was like it was kind of the funniest thing ever like we left work we went to like the nearby grocery store we spent like 45 dollars on like you know bananas cereal yeah uh half a, a gallon of milk half a gallon of milk a bag of chips a tube of toothpaste right and like 
like maybe a few other like rain, like a case of water, right? Some like yeah. oddments, right? You know, and so like we get up there, and we're <clears> like, <throat> all right, get all the groceries inside. It's like I was like two bags, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, I think so. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much got it all. <laughs> um, so we did. We did not have like very high requirements for anything that we needed to like do. Basically, didn't need to pack that much clothes at all. I know. It was just like, like mostly just gonna ski for like one day and then maybe the next morning. Right. So just has long, you know, and you know, are you aware? Basically, you needed like, and you have ski pants, and the ski pants are the same. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you just need different like base layer, and then everything else on top of that's gonna be the same. Right. Yeah. Yes. It was like. Okay, so got all that. Yeah, uh, yeah. But like this is it's almost the type of trip that I could have packed for by using a single plastic grocery bag. Right. You yes. Know, you like, know, I was like, I, I probably didn't need to go grocery shopping. I could have just grabbed like a bag of cereal or a box of cereal from my pantry at home. Yes. Right. You know, yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. If, if we tried really hard, we <clears throat> probably could have like just scrounged together enough crap to eat for a few days. I know that's basically what it was. I was like, I feel like we go on all these like family trips and you know, you'll get there and like all of a sudden, like the entire countertop would be full of like snacks and chips and things and like pouches know, for the kids pouches. And, and yeah, the, the fridge is loaded and you're like, well, man, there's, you know, there's not a whole lot of room left. And it was like, I remember we like unpacked and like looking at the counter and it's like, there's some bananas. There's a box of cereal. Tyler brought some pasta so i guess we're pretty much set for the weekend <laughs> you know we will physically survive I did that, but that was basically it it was just such a, it, it was honestly like sort of like liberating as well it, it was, was just like it was it, like the amount of stuff you don't need when you're not bringing kids was amazing yes you know but, but like in a way that i think was so so alternative and this is what i mean too because like i would say growing up mom did a really nice job of making travel like the time when we got to have like some of these treats that were like a little bit more reserved yeah. for these particular occasions right you know so it was like we would go to the beach and mom would have gone to like you know sam's club and bought like fun things that we never have right at home and so then as I like for me personally, as I aged into adulthood and started going on some of these trips for the first time, it's like I'm sort of like taking the leaf from mom's book and being like, this is what it means. Like now I get to go do it and like find whatever fun things that are like the trip specific treats right. and, and whatever. And now like I'm, I'm super excited about that. And so that for a long time was sort of like what it felt like to be an adult to me was like I'm planning my own trips I'm booking my own accommodations and I'm bringing all of my own like things and like you know setting all my own reservations like once we're there and you know it's kind of like this is it's a, it's so cool to be an adult like, yeah <laughs> I get to do all the stuff yeah um and but then you know yeah then you go through the process of of having kids traveling with like the ever-expanding family you know which is just getting bigger and bigger and like you know you're with with that it's like well now we have to be feeding 15 people and that is more food than any of us is ever used to seeing in one place at one time right not to mention like the various like pack and plays that are essential and like sound machines and baby monitors and all the accompanying like diapers and wipes and I mean, you could have a you could have a pack list a mile long. Yeah, you know, even for a trip where you're using like carry on luggage or something, and it's like you just gotta get super strategic or sit on the suitcase or right. You know, yeah. it's like it's it's all that type of stuff. So you're exactly right. Yeah, this was like the first time where I was like, I'm I am not going to force this at all. Like, I don't think that we will suffer 
at any point, we'll have more than enough and we'll just sustain on whatever we've got. And I know it was like it, it, it was just sort of funny because it's like if you've ever like sometimes like even I'll like I'll be packing for a trip and it'll be like. You know, like when we went to um, Ethan, the editor's wedding, it was sort of like, well, I need the suit for tonight. And it's pretty much what I'm going to wear. And then I'll have like, um, I don't know, clothes to drive home in tomorrow. Yeah. You yeah. know, it was like I had like you sweatpants. Know, I know. It was like, well, I'm wearing what I'm wearing right now. And tomorrow I've got like they're like, you know, um, yes, sweatpants and a T-shirt and the suit is in this garment bag. So it's like, um, I guess I'll should I bring any more options or <laughs> like, uh, is there a possibility we we hang out at the hotel when we come back? Maybe I'll bring something for that. Do I? Uh, I don't know. You know, it's like, and you get there and you end up bringing more stuff because you're like, well, I guess otherwise there's only two things in my suitcase, right? You know, and this was just like the opposite. It was like, yeah, I didn't actually need to bring four shirts to that wedding because right. I was going to be there for one day, one night, <clears throat> yep. yeah, one yep. night. So it was. It just sort of felt like you like like you had the bold it felt like a trip where we had the boldness to actually only bring what you needed yeah you know <laughs> go us i know it was like like even at night it was like you know like i i you're right in other trips even if it, even on other trips where it might have been the three of us it might have been like oh yeah everyone brought like two bags of chips or whatever it's like you know realistically are the three of us going to eat more than a bag of doritos tonight and it's like <laughs> nope so yeah, we have yeah, a yeah. bag of doritos and it's like and we finished them <laughs> and we were satisfied great <laughs> you know <laughs> done right um the other thing that i found truly remarkable about uh this trip is that uh like we didn't you know we got to the end of like our big saturday day of skiing and we're all like you know we went to like a restaurant to eat we all had these like amazing chili cheese bacon burgers yeah. and stuff like that so where it was like it was kind of fun because we all like sit down we all wanted the same exact item off the menu so we're like you know even that was incredibly efficient it's like yep we'll have these drinks and we'll have three of the exact same thing and that's it yep, <laughs> you there know? you go like boom Boring um, them out yeah and and we did and they were good so you know we get back to the to the the cabin though or, or the condo rather and like we're just sort of like looking for whatever entertainment we're going to have that evening and so you know we we like pop on like we don't have like a uh, like a smart device or anything right. like that. it's like you know watch any of the streaming services so we're like literally watching cable yeah where on Ugh. tv we find uh like shang chi is going off yeah. and the eternals is up next and, yeah you know i think the eternals is all a movie that they're all of us were sort of like meh like, yeah you well, know it was you know it happened that was a marvel made that you know so <laughs> yeah. there's apparently there's, these people are part of the mcu we haven't heard from them again but yeah they seem important they've been here the whole time quite yeah quite literally yeah um but it was even that was something where i was like my i like when i went when i first saw eternals in theaters i was operating in this like post infinity saga end game marvel environment where we were about to be like told about these like super historic very powerful like you know superheroes that all have this like massive connection to these otherworldly powers that are stronger than anything we've ever seen before and you're like oh boy we're about to we're about to get some plot right now mm-hmm. this is the we're we we are going to be shown the future of, you know, one of the most like massive scale projects, whatever, you know, and you go to the theaters and you watch it and you're sort of like, I don't really know what I just saw, nor how it will affect Captain America and Iron Man. Right. You know, yeah. it's like, like, 
okay, there was that, you know, so like you have those expectations. Then you have the expectations where it's three brothers who are exhausted from a day of skiing, full up on bacon, chili cheeseburgers Mm -hmm. and plop down on a couch with a bag of Doritos (laughs) watching the Eternals with commercials. commercials. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm so engaged right now. Man, It's like, I can't believe I've, I've ever doubted this film for all of its glory. And it's like, it's because my expectations, everything about how I was viewing it was like the context had changed so entirely. Right. And even that it was just sort of like the three of us have not historically had that many opportunities to go on like trips where it's just the three of us. I mean, I think it was the, I mean, it was the first time it it was just the three of us. Right. Because otherwise, you know, we would have grown up always going as like our our family of five right. with our parents and then we you know got out of college and had our relationships so then if we went on trips it was usually with the like our significant others yeah. and then we had kids and so then when you go it's with all of them mm-hmm. um and so it's like this has never happened before but it is also simultaneously just like tremendously glorious yeah so just a so, proper lads holiday. Good, good, good fun times watching the Eternals or watch, most of it. I mean, it's really long, especially with commercials, especially and, with commercials and it's skiing like, wow. all day. But. It just goes on forever. So yeah, at some point in time, I think <laughs> Dare my, say it's eternal. It is eternal. <laughs> um, I was enjoying it though. But so at some point in time, I feel like I was like, my eyes were sort of like fluttering shut on me. Like where they're doing that thing where you're like, they close a couple of times and you're like, like spring yourself back open. And then yeah. you're like, who, how long was I out for just now? So I popped up and I, it's like, all right, well, I'm going to bed and I look at both of you guys. And you're both like half lids. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, we're all, we're, we're all, all the, there. We're all on the same page. It's like all time to sleep. That's the best part about having extremely low stakes going into a movie viewing scenario is that one, you enjoy it more Two, You don't really care if you just walk away from it. Right. Which we did, which and, we did. And we went to sleep and then we I woke know. up early and had coffee. Exactly. Fantastic. Good. Times. Finished off. Had, had a bowl of cereal. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, I have one too. Yeah, nice, nice. Your your raisin bran crunch, raisin bran crunch, the <laughs> best cereal. That was the other thing too, is that I was like, we're walking through the aisle, and you're like, well, I normally get raisin bran crunch, and I know that we've talked about this before on the pot before, and this was this was another one of those moments in terms of preparation where I was like, I don't particularly like raisin bran crunch, but I'm definitely not bringing two boxes two of cereal. Yeah. Let me tell you what we're not going to finish is two whole boxes of cereal. Yeah. So I was like, well, I guess I'll just eat it and it'll be fine. Yeah. And, and it, was. it was. Yeah. yeah. Was it glorious? Did it life changing? <laughs> no, I New would favorite say cereal. I would say it was fine. I prefer, I prefer the crunch than the, uh, the sort of like softer texture of the included raisins. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you need. You need variety and textures and cereal. Yeah. <laughs> I think the raisins in my mind just overwhelm or take away from all available what was supposed to be crunch no man the raisins are the essence of the crunch they're they're like padding for crunch (laughs) they they take everything that made crunch good oh man i love raisin bran crunch it's it's my favorite and i'm the only one in my house who eats it so we get like a big box and it just lasts forever something tells me that this is this reminds me of you and a good buddy john ordering onion pizza in in college Mm -hmm. where it would be like the the whole the very basic premise because i know we've told this one before too yeah is that like everybody at college parties inevitably is like we should order pizza and then there's always sort of like like but who wants to be the fool that actually has to like call it in and even worse use their card because almost certainly people aren't going to pay you back. yeah they're yeah and people are like i'll give you i got some money i'll give you and then you don't get that money yeah and then there's the um then like you know the pizzas arrive usually yeah, like two like, hours later because every party in the 
greater county area had the same idea. Exactly. Yep. And then you've got like 30 people there and like three pizzas. Right. And so it's like, wait a second. I just threw in like what? Like 10 bucks for this pizza? How much? How much? Did everybody else throw in 10 bucks? Was it just me? Mm-hmm. Am I the one paying for these pizzas? And then all of a sudden one of them is onion mm-hmm. and nobody wants to eat the onion pizza. Exactly. And so there would be Jonathan and John with these like <laughs> grins all over their face just being like, ha ha. <laughs> we like the onion pizza. So we were willing to place the order because now how we get to eat it exactly everyone else gets to have one slice of pizza because yeah, there's because, that many people here right, right right but no one wants the onion pizza so we just split it more, more for us more for us at least half a pizza's it worth. worked every time man i know but then so now i feel like as a, I, I can see you having your like your your bizarre little safe haven in your home which is that it's like i like raisin brain crunch no one else likes raisin brain crunch this is all me time oh it's like, no i mean like i mean there's no doubt in my mind that at some point the children will come around you think so oh i think so but yeah. it's like it's also like to it's it is of no bother to me at this point like if the if everyone liked it we'd just buy more of it you know oh sure there's sure, not sure. like the there's not this college problem where it's like i'm about to be out 50 bucks for one slice of pizza yeah you know that's <laughs> a good like, point if i want more raisin bran crunch i'll just go buy it you know okay so there's no world where once the family adopts the raisin bran crunch you're not like all of a sudden like oh kale and berries it's dried kale oh, absolutely and, not no and, and wild berries from a tree outside no, i'm hard committed and sometimes i'll walk through and i'll be like have i just settled on this like like it, like today did I just not experience enough other and I like walk down the cereal aisle and I look at stuff and I'm like no this is all terrible why would you I can't imagine a world where you choose any of these above raisin bran crunch it just doesn't make sense to me have you never had a bowl of fruity pebbles I've had fruity pebbles Ben I've had fruity pebbles I've had them all I've had them all I mean it's you not know, we were we were cereal connoisseurs growing up <laughs> we were cereal cerealers yes yes yeah we like, were man I'll think back to that like I'll wake up in the morning and like I'll you know it it can be a challenge to be like you know kids what do you want for breakfast do you want cereal I'll make you sausage we'll do you know we we've got this or that or whatever and they're just like no 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 and I'm like here I am offering you up all these options when I was a kid all I had was cereal every day yes I know, <laughs> you know? yeah I was like, like it wasn't like what do you want <coughs> for breakfast wasn't the question it was what cereal do you want what cereal do you and want? it's not yeah. do you want breakfast it's what cereal do you want yeah and it was so much more effective because yeah. all three of us ate cereal every day but we didn't really <coughs> mind it you know i mean it was exactly yeah we yeah. didn't mind yeah but see now so that was the thing though so like now as an adult like maybe this is what i need to do so you know how like stanley from the office like loves pretzel day oh man and it's like yeah. you know it's like maybe what i need to do for myself is like once a month have some type of food stuff where it's sort of like <laughs> it's like only once a year do i permit myself the opportunity to have not, as unlimited fruity pebbles as I want, but I'm only allowed to do so on like like March 27th, you know. And then like next year rolls around, and on March 27th, it's like it's fruity pebbles day. I don't know though, but like, why would you deprive yourself from it the rest of the time? Probably the uh, the associated like digestive, you know. Uh, nightmare that is consuming that much sugar. That much fruity pebbles. You know what isn't a digestive nightmare, Ben? Yeah, I know. I Raisin know. Bran Crunch. It's the a- best cereal. <laughs> Look, yeah. you guys, look, people will argue and they'll go out and they'll like, I bet I've could maybe, maybe you listener will go out and try it and you'll be like, Jay, you're just wrong. But look, you're lying to yourself because you want to be right. And you're just not like, it just is the better cereal. You're welcome. Don't lie to yourself. Just enjoy it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Whatever we can. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> people will they'll be like, there shouldn't be raisins in cereal. And I'm like, look, 
It's a proven formula. They've been around forever. (laughs) They've added crunch. No, the thing I don't understand about cereal, and this is true, is that I don't know how grocery stores are able to sustain so many different unique skews of different kinds of cereal. Mm-hmm. Like you walk down the cereal aisle and there there I mean there must be like like 79 different kinds of cereal right. that you can buy and it is like it seems like they like some of them should have lost the war by now. Right, exactly. Like, You're right. Like who is still buying this one? But there must be entire households that's like that's our favorite one. It's like, is it really? There's no way. Yeah. There's no way. And then there'll be like seasonal ones. We had like a monster mash cereal in my pantry for uh, months. 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 People didn't like it. Turns uh, out that's too yeah, bad. So yeah. you didn't need it in the meantime. No. Yeah, no. I didn't need it. Either. You didn't I mean, like it either. No, I mean, no, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it was just like glorified Lucky Charms, but not as good. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah. There you go. That makes sense. I yeah. can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I hear you guys out there with your Lucky Charms. Like, oh no, it's definitely the best. It's not even close. <laughs> I mean, not even close. I, I wouldn't go to war for for Lucky Charms. I'm trying to think of what I would go to war for. Exactly, Ben. I so rarely eat cereal, though. Mm-hmm. I would say it's it is not a not a frequent flyer in our household at all well, uh, but see that i mean leading up to my um my my smoothie revolution that mm-hmm. is 2024 yeah how's that going the revolution the, the resolution revolution the resolution re- yeah okay because you revolve there's a revolution rpms yeah smoothies are taking it back they're taking breakfast back they're <laughs> yeah, it's a what? revolution <laughs> he's like a part of a cult <laughs> <laughs> Like a really weird smoothie cult, like like door to door salesman, but like for smoothies. And I imagine you having like a really cool briefcase that like it's like, can, can I borrow a plug? <laughs> you know, I'm like open. Yeah, room, there's yeah. just a bunch of full smoothies inside. Why here around drinks in that suitcase? Yeah, no, it's like I, I think like there's <clears throat> there's almost like the the pedestal part is in there, and like you you pull out of like a soft velvet container, like like the the um the blender carafe that you then screw on into your briefcase smoothie container yeah and then you've got like a variety of fruits and you go through and you you make the smoothie right there on cue for the person it's like yeah. you too could have a briefcase smoothie <laughs> <laughs> i'm not selling briefcase smoothies i'm just i'm not even selling it i'm just smooth i mean they're, they're fantastic breakfast it's the it's the rev resolution revolution though. exactly yeah 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 you, you could tell people yeah <laughs> Are you ready to be revolutionized? Revolutionized. Resolved. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Join the revolution. Take back breakfast. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Yes. It's your tagline. Um, it's going it's going well. I had a smoothie this morning. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mixed berry. You got the yogurt, got the the powder in there, got the banana. Yeah. yeah. Any any it's type fantastic. of like 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 chai seeds or yeah, something. Yeah, chia seeds. Chia seeds. Yeah, I've got one. it's called I've got a pack of what I was doing like uh flaxseed and chia seeds, and now I've got like a bag of it just says super seeds and it's a mixture of all the things you want in in uh, you know seed based smoothie ingredients <laughs> sure 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 yeah, so now i just i just do two uh, two tablespoons of that and i'm set you does know? that come with the starter kit on the at the intro rate that's or? right yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's right I love- smoothie in a box <laughs> smoothie in a box smoothie in a box <laughs> Why is it in a box? Yeah. Oh man, yeah. it's actually smoothie in a box is a pretty good name for it. I like it. Exactly. But the but the box is a leather briefcase. Welcome to smoothie box smoothie dot box, my new website. Oh man, the the dot box is catching on. Dot box, yeah. that'd be great. Yeah. Actually, this is a kind of interesting tangent that is not related at all to your new uh, multi level marketing scheme that you're definitely starting. Um, smoothies are just good. They are good. As well, is raisin bran crunch. Well, he had to go there. Not sponsored. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I was eating. That's what I was eating for breakfast before the the smoothie revolution. Okay, would you yeah. put a, a spoonful of raisin bran crunch into your smoothie? It's not ever? a bad idea, although it doesn't seem like raisins <laughs> would smooth well. Yeah, they don't do many things well. Yeah, except add delicious flavor to your Jay, crunch. Raisins are an abomination. <laughs> they are not an abomination. <laughs> I'm so. I'm getting your daughter some raisins the next time I see her. I and she I'm actually gonna, does she's like gonna raisins, love them. Yeah. And yeah, there, there you go. There you go. There is nothing I'm less interested in than raisins. <laughs> it is such an unappealing. <laughs> you s- at at a New Year's party at your house, mind you. We were all enjoying a nice port together, were we not? Why were we drinking? Because one Mike of the GMA brought port to the party. Yes, which okay. everyone was raving about, yeah. and which everyone was describing as tastes like raisins. Okay, well, raisin. The flavor of raisins isn't the problem I have with raisins. It's everything what? else to do what? with the raisin what? itself. <laughs> the flavor is the main thing. It's food. <laughs> It's, it, no, it's an experience, and as an experience, <laughs> raisins are an experience. Yeah, it's this is zero out of five stars. <laughs> flavor, I'll give it a four. How can <laughs> how can the flavor not be part of the experience? Well, it is, but the otherwise experience is so poor, it's so bad. That it's rating it so low. <laughs> I'm so I, I I can't. And don't uh, not that me. I eat raisins by themselves really that often. But was it like if I have a, if I had like a handful of trail mix or something, I would keep the raisins before like the peanuts. Are you here to tell me that you mm-hmm. also like oatmeal raisin cookies? Absolutely. Oatmeal Goodness raisin gracious. cookies. Those are fantastic. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Really oh, good. Man, just such a disappointing experience because no. not only do you, are you now having to subject yourself to raisins, but also not subjecting yourself to chocolate chips. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can see where if you thought you were going in for a chocolate chip cookie. Why would you ever not think it was going to be a chocolate chip cookie when they look so much like chocolate chips. Ben, Ben, oats do not look like chocolate chip. Cookies. Why? I mean, I would be completely no- fine. Why? I don't like, uh, let's see here. I, I don't even know why you don't include oats into chocolate chip cookies. You could like, like that is something that feels like a, like an unsung market or it something. Does, yeah, you know? it's a, it, there is like a, why don't you put oats in chocolate chip cookies and why don't you put chocolate chips into oatmeal raisin cookies? Yeah. Or why isn't it just oatmeal chocolate chip cookies? Yes. Right. Yes. Now, now we're now we're cooking. Well, I think with those gas. exist. Yeah. Okay. Those exist. Okay. But I, I mean, um, not. I don't think everything is improved by raisins. <laughs> Sounds like you do. Like I don't enjoy like a cinnamon raisin bagel. That's a hard pass. Okay. Good. You don't need to add chewy things to an already chewy product. <laughs> you don't need to add chewy things to any kind of product. Yes. <laughs> Shy of its its primary function being its yeah. chewability. What about gum, Ben? Okay, okay. You know what? I will give raisins some presence in gum as long as it's primarily gum and not at all raisins. You know, I've never experienced raisin flavored gum. That would be probably for good reason. Probably for good reason. That's because okay. That's yeah. that's because you would Do never you, you would never like degrade the raisin to the point of like like the lowly chewing gum. Right. Okay. You know, well, here's you, the- you, it is an elevated luxury product for. Um, port. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. So, so gum is a prime. It's a. This is an excellent <clears throat> example. G- gum itself, not not something that anybody would be like. No, abhorrent. I don't want anything to do with this this slice of gum. But what is your relationship with chewed gum? With what? Gum that has been chewed. Oh. <laughs> and you are now discovering it in a location. Well, that's yeah. That's been in someone's mouth. But you know what it looks exactly like? If you're gonna say raisin, it's it looks like a raisin. It does not look like a raisin. <laughs> (laughs) It's just like a raisin. How are you chewing gum? And what kind of dark, 
purple black soulless gum are you chewing okay well to be fair it looks like a pink raisin yeah you know uh, or like a like a like white a, raisin like a, or like, maybe a, like a craisin or like something a, like a green raisin Craisins suck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we're finding Whoa. common ground hey, this is how this is how arguments should take place like can you imagine if we were like in like the comment section on facebook right now oh man and we've been going back and forth through this whole dialogue and you come at me with craisin suck and i'm like now we're getting now we're somewhere friend <laughs> all right let's go did, did we just become best friends it's not called crazy brand crunch man <laughs> for a reason <laughs> for a reason a good reason yeah wow wow arch nemesis of the popcorn <laughs> kernel is the crazy yeah 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 you, you might think craisins and raisins would be in the same camp but they're not they're mortal enemies man so <clears> if you're the antithesis of us you should create a podcast called crazy culture <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh it sounds so dreadful it does yeah and and just rather unpleasant no yeah i'm not here for the craisins it's the general mouthfeel right yeah Yeah, i mean they're they are worse they have a worse mouthfeel than raisins for sure they're more sticky more and less chewy okay yeah okay mm-hmm. so you're you're okay this is like an interesting it's like an interesting like string to tug on is that like you there actually is like a discern uh, like some kind of like so do craisins get stuck in your teeth and that's the issue well they get stuck in your teeth and also you might <laughs> also i'm sorry what i eat a craisin over here ah, <laughs> sounds slam like also they taste like cranberries which not, is not my favorite not a fan of cranberries well, and I mean, or spiders uh it's, what, Oh yeah, I remember. This is there is a fun fact about spiders and cranberries. There is, yeah. yeah. I think that they use spiders in the cranberry fields as a way to like prevent other things from uh, eating the cranberries because the spiders don't eat the cranberries, but they will eat the other things. They'll eat the other things. And then when they flood the cranberry field in order to go and harvest them, they're just spiders floating. They're just full spiders everywhere. Spiders are everywhere. So whenever you're eating a cranberry, just know that there was probably a spider touching it at some point. Yeah, enjoy yeah. that thought. Enjoy that thought. Same goes for craisins, obviously. Yeah. 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 I mean, I would say it's a texture and a flavor thing. I don't despise all cranberry flavored things, but they are a tart uh, creature. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 There you go. Well, I didn't expect that that feud was going to happen, but it was something you know. that uh, I actually felt like I was able to step neatly into your arena about strong opinions about weak things. Yeah. And it was sort of like, okay, this is kind of fun. Like, like I'll go to war over this. No problem. Like, right. It doesn't matter at all. It no consequences like someone someone from like big raisin was listening though so we probably like lost like a viewer yeah and they were like they're like i, I can i'm not here for this one yeah of the, one what of is hosts, it sunbeam is that is that the primary no, i don't even know i can't even remember what's the red box what's with, like, the, the red box sitting you on think it? like a sun terrible glowing. branding yeah. yeah is it sunbeam that's like the bread bread yeah i think sunbeam is bread yeah oh yeah. i don't know then there was like california raisins that was a thing for a while mm, wow don't know about them at all good thing we gave up on that yeah probably about that chances are it's just super still out there yeah that's okay though Ooh. either which way mm-hmm. guys thank you so much as always for tuning into this week's episode of the pop be sure to let us know all of your thoughts on raisins and why they are the worst or the best i don't think anybody's gonna have that take yeah it well seems- I, like i'm not eating just spoonfuls of raisins over here ever like just by themselves they're a good they're a good like um they're a good mixer you know yeah i guess so yeah they're like ginger ale <laughs> do not bring my <laughs> beloved ginger ale into this <laughs> trying to compare ginger ale to raisins it's like trying to trying to compare like cheerfulness to like molten lava <laughs> That's not that hard. <laughs> There's a Pixar short where there is a delightful mountain spewing lava looking for love. Dang it. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a good point. Yeah. It's like trying to compare. Um, 
I don't yeah. know. Harder than you think, it isn't is, it? It is hard. It yeah. is hard. I can't think of two opposing things. <laughs> <laughs> North and South, they're opposing. They are opposing. But if you go around long enough, one just becomes the other. So, Yeah. Is that how? I don't even sure if that, that's how physics works. Anyway. All of your thoughts on raisins to popcornculturepod at gmail.com. Or if you would like to get in on the super cool five pin enamel pin set uh, that we are going to be doing for the Q1 quarterly merch for popcorn culture, they're all going to be completely unique designs and only available in this particular capacity. You can do so by heading on over to patreon.com slash popcorn culture and selecting that quarterly merch tier. Mm-hmm. It really does help the show out a lot, and we super appreciate it in advance. You can check it out in the show notes or in the link in the description down below but otherwise until next time pop pop when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply